I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Oh, should I just go on with the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never say two. Uh, one is one. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> a brother that's so damn cool. Never get played for a fool. Now it's my turn to rule. Doodle Brown, that is my shit. I don't know how to wrestle the lyrics go. I don't, I don't know how that go in the song. I just know the song when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Brown, brand new brother in town. Yeah, boy. Dope sound. Doodle Brown. Not the lyrics. <laughs> I know. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> I just know Doodle Brown. I sang that shit. Okay, so we had an exercise in class when I was in kindergarten, and they told us, uh, like, basically it tells us rap music is like a poem. It's poetry. So pick yes. a rap song you like. They tell this to a class of white kids and my nigga ass. Mm-hmm. Get a rap song you like and write down the lyrics. And I want, you know, they wanted us to point out how it's a poem. So it was Freak Me era, and I listened to a lot of Uncle Luke and Doodle Brown. So I picked Doodle Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Broke them lyrics down. Yes, my uh, lyrics got called that night. Doodoo <laughs> Brown, Brown is the shit though because yeah, so um, you play people who might not even know. Yeah, for people that don't know, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what how your school went, but at our school, the marching band used to play this the horn part. Oh yeah, all the time, like just See, in the y'all silence. Was in high school, I was in like kindergarten, first grade. Mm, okay, yeah, you was you young. <laughs> so, uh, but th- but all I was gonna say is. I still hear them play this shit today. I just don't think the kids know where it comes from. You know, like they it just should. they don't know. Yeah, it just sticks around because it's so easy to play. Yeah. Let me let me see if I can like, play. They this. don't know that. Uh, boy, you should know that song with uh, My Boo by mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Town DJ. That's my mm-hmm. shit, dog. Uh, let me let me play this for these right. people. Yeah, that beat right there, drop. Everybody knew what time it was. This is what they would play when you had the school dances. Everybody now for the record, uh, this dude couldn't rap. People, oh no, so, he's terrible rapper. Uh, I just want y'all to be under no uncertain circumstances that we think uh, proving his rapping skills that this dude could rap. Okay, we all knew this dude couldn't rap, but this was just still the jam. Okay, because that beat man. We'll just pause, somebody. Yeah, it's all about the beat. Get on down to, to the, the groove. Doodle Brown, Brown, the brand new brother in town. Brown, smooth. Told you, man. I knew the lyrics, dog. I was on point. <laughs> he said something about Pepsi and yeah, Coke. Yeah, no, he was something like, <laughs> "No Pepsi, always Coke." You got the right one, baby. baby. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Pretty oh, terrible. I, I like the beat, the uh, the breakdown, the beat flip in this song. Yeah, yeah it was like an anti-drug advertisement. <laughs> none of them lyrics went with the other lyrics, mm. but uh, it was so fun, man. Um. You guys may recognize the voice that you heard opening up the show and has been talking with us. Goddamn uh, white people shit. Mm-hmm. Without even needing to be introduced, she's hopped up on the <laughs> scene like doo-doo brown. Uh, it's, uh, our girl Zan, aka Afrocentric. Hi. You can find her at Afrocentric.com. You can find her on Twitter, Afrocentric. You can find her on Instagram, Zan Smith. Uh, Zan, how you been? I'm good. I don't know if y'all hear this knocking, man. That's my white neighbors. They, they, yeah. White people, oh, man. Did they, they hear me? When you say white, the white people, they stop. I know. They are the worst. Yeah. You know, but at least they act right. You know, they probably stopped knocking as soon as they heard this. Oh, she's talking about us. You hear the knocking stop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we talked to you, Zan. Um, 
we now have uh i think we have two days left of voting but we have these annual awards is our second annual award show it's mm-hmm. the tippies where people can nominate some of their favorite guests and favorite moments from the show and you oh, have Aaron. been nominated for several tippies, tippies uh oh. this year yeah people the people love you zan yes they do because i'm ratchet Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, i'm surprised just like the jail story didn't get nominated by itself you know like yeah, best moment best vote. story um but uh you know we also had that moment where we came up with the food phone sex line mm-hmm. where you could call people and they would describe eating food to you um and you always like you know full of a million stories um mm-hmm. but uh the uh, obviously the number one story that i always see on your timeline is uh dick man you Love talking about some dick, dog. Some big dicks. <laughs> that is your shit, dog. Like if Sam you, loves dick. <laughs> yeah, she be making them mad. Yeah, like you got uh the the. I'm gonna go on clout and give you a plus one for dick because I think you deserve that. I can't that. get a plus one for um. I think I saw a plus one for something related to sex and dick on clout a couple times. Yeah, you. Yeah. They should all be giving you. You should have like plus a hundred at this point. Yeah, she make cause. a lot of brothers feel insensitive because all of a sudden her time I'd be like, hey. Um, what you, what you, what you talking about dicks for? Right. Well, my, 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 my girl like my dick. We're like, she like, nigga, I ain't talking about you then. That's that insecurity. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you and your short dick. I'm gonna put out a, a blog or something and just really make it make sense. Cause everywhere I turn the internet, niggas is in denial. Mm-hmm. I get on my Twitter, you know, I'm really just venting or I'm just thinking or shit. I might have had some good dick and I just had to high five myself real quick. And here come a whole bunch of other niggas with they shit like, why are you and oh so no love for the average brothers we don't feel good man really honestly fuck you guys i ain't talking to y'all ain't talking about you don't even give Mm -hmm. a shit what you're saying like and it's kind of like it insults my intellect because it's like um you talking to me like i like this is my first dick or my second or my like eighth or some shit They really hate, I mean, I think it's just like a personal feeling inside where it's just like, cause it just brings out certain type of dudes. It does. And, 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 and not all of them are argumentative. Some no. of them are also, I you know, they just, they insecurity just, insecurity and right. it gets you caught in your soul and shit. Mm-hmm. I understand that niggas can't control the size of their penises. And you know what? That's whatever. Right. And it's, I don't run- we, we <laughs> see you this? gonna sit there and tell me my whole thing is that's what I'm saying. This ain't my first dick. This ain't my right. eighth. This ain't my second. Don't sit here and call my shit. Talking about some goddamn oh regular dudes and oh your pussy must be a canal or some shit. You can't feel it, nigga. First of all, nobody said I can't feel it. But the fact of the matter is, I got shit to compare it to. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody replying, me know what the fuck I'm talking about. Why did you just jump in here with this shit? Like we don't sit on tampons and regular ass dicks and don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you think I'm corrupting the. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know what the point is. Like you can't even convince me. I know shit. That's the opposite of what I'm saying. Cause mm-hmm. I, I I take dick. And I like it. Yeah. Why are you on my shit with this? Yeah. I don't know. I I like the people who try to bargain. Yeah, so it's like, well, what if you got like a certain size dick, but then you also, you know, like throw some fingers in there. Too? Right. Mm-hmm. Don't and don't send me your dick pictures. Why are you sending me your dick pictures? All I'm gonna do is up and clown you. Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna tell you about yourself. I know where the good dick is. I know what it looks like. I've seen it. That nigga ain't posting pictures. 
So I really don't want to see no. anybody else's shit. You know, and I realize that a, a lot of dudes who know that, that, that they have a big, long dick and they really, really good at it, they don't post their pics. They, they, a lot of times they don't want to be found because they like, hey. They're stalkers. Can yeah, you, you get, you get like women just just all over you so they like you know what i i fuck a i fuck a girl but you know she'll find out when it happens like i'm just i'm not gonna publicize this shit plus i mean somebody might recognize your dick you know what i, I mean that's the truth yeah now you gotta deal with that shit you know pick it out of a dick right. lineup or something yep. So, yeah. Right, and then, you know, should I be wondering some motherfuckers sat around posting a willy-nilly, dude, are you, ooh, excuse me, it's the beer. It's all right. My nigga, is you gay? Mm-hmm. And that's why you feel, you know, not not a problem against gays, but nigga, is you gay? Like, you just throwing it out here, like, everybody ain't gonna say some shit to you. Like, what the fuck is it? Are you gay? Are you selling dick? Are you a porn star? Are you really, really fucking lonely? You're lame as hell, so you gotta put it out there. And get some attention because you just being you regularly out in public doesn't matter. So nobody wants to find out how big your dick is anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel bad. I feel bad for the girls because sometimes when my girl like my dick, you be like, good for y'all. Why are you over here talking to me about you and your girl? Man, fuck your bitch. Your girl don't like your dick. She like you. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing too though is dudes aren't used to having it turned around on us like yes like you know there's there's and this happens all the time where you'll see like a dude say some shit like i ain't dating no woman over 143 pounds or some shit and then women will be like well i weigh 147 and i look good look at my picture it's like no bitch you're four you're four pounds over the limit so (laughs) but like we don't have it because it's like okay how fat you is ain't really got no bearing on i I mean as a nigga as a dude Mm -hmm. how fat some chick is ain't really got a direct effect on sex with it because you gonna bust a nut in that overweight or under thin pussy anyway Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen it's not really affecting the the machinations to have an orgasm like that what the hell am i talking about but see if it's a dude and his dick and when we're complaining about dick size that directly affects how we're able to orgasm if the orgasm happens at all because you can fuck a 400-pound chick, you can fuck a 300-pound chick, 200-pound chick, 100-pound chick, 80-pound chick, and you still going to bust a nut off in that snatch. Mm-hmm. However, if you fucking around with um, a dude who has 4.5 inches of dick versus a guy who has uh, 10 inches of dick, there is a distinct difference in how that sexual activity is going to go and progress. Yes, ma'am. It point. is not the same. Yeah, and what I was going to say. It will never be the same. You can, I can fuck with my mind around it. I can like this motherfucker mm-hmm. or I can not like this motherfucker. Any way it goes, there is going to be a serious difference in the way that it feels. Yeah, and what I was going to say is just the mental aspect of someone choosing when it comes to do I th- dudes, I think it fucks dudes up because we're supposed to kind of be the, you know, the, the ones chooser. who pursue and put on the standards. So it's like whenever a chick is like, I don't date nobody over five foot three or some shit, it's like dudes will fucking show up to that. Like, fuck you. I'm five foot two and I'll do all this shit. It's, I think that's part of it too. Like they can't just let it go because, you know, you gotta let that well, shit go. Well then your height ain't got shit to do with how you fucking know. Uh, you I don't know now. Hold on. Dicks, what if you want to stand up? What if you want to stand up and do like doggy style? He gotta get on a chair or something. Yeah, that like it can matter. Well, I'm five three. 
Well, okay, so you see, yeah, life. so you short. We so ain't you sell no goddamn chairs and shit. Right, yeah. See, <laughs> if you was like five foot ten, that'll be a problem. You know what I'm saying? I, I get I'll you. Get on my knees. Right, <laughs> right. You stand up. I get on my knees. Insertion of this big ass dick <laughs> right. from, from the rear end. That's what will happen. We will find. We will goddamn work this shit out. We will get on our knees. We will bend over the side of the mattress. Use the Nigga, furniture upside down. No. <laughs> Nature finds a way, is what I think Zane is trying to say. Uh, nature will always find a way to adjust to a big dick. Um, Yo, shit about this long right here, man. <laughs> acrobatic shit we gotta do here going in. Now, you still, um, doing the, uh, phone sex thing? Uh, like, is that going on still? Actually, fuck no. What? Why not? Sound like, I don't wanna hear that shit. Sound hey, like easy money. Me- Honestly, in order to make serious money with that, and that's for all you young hoes who feel like you might want to try phone sex out. It's cool if you got time like that mm-hmm. and uh, you really feel like hearing a whole bunch of people's perverted fantasies and playing along with them and actually getting into it for pay and you can keep a client on the phone for like, you know, I would say you got to hold them on the phone an average of 15 to 20 minutes to really see some money off of that shit. And it just got to the point where it's like the time investment and what I personally have to do and the amount of money you get in return is just really not worth it. Oh, like, what? That sucks, man. It's not. <laughs> so, like, do you retire the white girl voice and everything? Never retired a white girl voice. It comes in handy sometimes. I might be talking on the phone with the motherfuckers don't know I'm black yet. I might need to pull that out. But um no, I, I really rather would not talk to horny truck drivers about their fantasies, about their goddamn ex girlfriends son or daughter or any of that wow. weird shit they want to talk about. And then any of your diaper fantasies I don't want to play like I'm your mom. No. Oh, I, I, man. Yeah. So, man, that well, that's crazy, man. Um, so what's the next? I mean, like, so what do you do now, man? Nowadays, I'm back into freelancing my web design work, working more so on my blog and my mixtapes. I have a couple gigs coming up. Um, March, I'm looking forward to my, um, my set at, uh, Solarium in Decatur for a knees. I'm doing it again. It's their fourth annual Stems and Stilettos HIV hepatitis fundraiser, uh, here in Decatur on March 8th. That should be fun. It's gonna, um, there's a wine tasting along with the fundraiser. So. Well, that's I good that. Last year we raised a lot of money, so I'm looking forward to it this year. That's good that you're raising money for HIV and hepatitis. I feel like both of those diseases <clears throat> do not get enough money raised. I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, people like aids is pretty much you know on the decline and hepatitis too as far as people raising money to spread aids and and hepatitis people never gonna catch it if nobody puts money back into the community to spread it around so i'm glad to hear you word about it i see what you say what word (laughs) Yeah, you said spread around. But it's like uh, with this organization, I love them a lot because they uh, put focus on the black LGBT part of the community, specifically transgenders. So we don't have uh, a lot of outreach specifically in that arena for our demographics. So Mm. it's really good to get together with some people who I know are doing good things. They have a big-ass condom bowl. I remember when I was younger, 
those kept me from getting AIDS. So I love showing love to this group because we just walk in the office. There's a big-ass bowl full of condoms. You go in there and grab however many you need and walk out of there with a lollipop, like, have a nice day. And What brand are they? Not Lifestyle. <laughs> no, they have all kinds of condoms. Okay, I mean, okay. I have a little condom goodie bag goodie jar right here like my coffee table condoms i got female condoms i have one condoms i got trojans in here i got lifestyles they give you everything okay i'll just check it because you know those get tested for aids young men and women because they will give you free prophylactics you can fuck and you don't even have to buy your own condoms they do pass out magnums i have to check because yeah those those free lifestyles is a dangerous that's a dangerous game that you play with you your dick i don't know what you got to be packing to keep that thing from breaking but that shit is responsible for more pregnancies than all the basketball wives combined because that shit breaks every time every time Mm-mm. um so zan also what day is this event and what kind of music do you do well for this one i'm doing more uh jazz soul and house because of the type of uh people that are going to be there mm. <clears throat> and the type of event it is that'll be more welcome and that's what i did last year a little old school r&b basically you know shit older um black women don't mind sitting around listening to while mm. they mingle and network and learn more about the cause oh, okay um what day was it so that people because somebody in the chat it's on saturday the, okay i think they want to go on march 8th I believe that's a Saturday. All right. Can they go to your website and see more about, like, where to go show up? They will. I keep updates on my Twitter. Anise has a site. We have an Eventbrite for it. And I'll definitely post, like, links and everything to get people to come out because, hey, I definitely want you to support the organization, first of all, but me being there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they do a lot of good work. So do you, like, sing? Do you play an instrument? Like... What? No, I'm there. I'm there DJing. I, okay. I do music production. I rap a little bit, but I'm there DJing. I don't, I don't fuck with that shit right now because I'm not at a place where I know what I want to say. Oh, okay. I hear you. I hear you. It's hard to rap out here for a pimp. Um, you know, I used to rap back in the day too, and uh, I had to stop because um, it really was such a hustle that I just felt like everything cost money. Like unlike other art where like at some point you can start making money like like if i had a guitar i could play i would have to pay to get good you know maybe take some lessons all this shit but at some point i could just flip that into making money like showing up doing shows and it happens early with rap man like i used to like there used to be people be like oh you want to be in this show i'll be like yeah that's cool they'd be like yeah that's like a hundred dollars i was like a hundred dollars for me to pay you that don't even make sense no you making money at the door show up in the building in the first place i mean i guess i get it because i've been around Mm -hmm. a lot of uh rappers people making it people trying to make it people who've made it Mm -hmm. and it's if you really want to do it, you really have to be committed to it and get used to shit like going to an event and it's only 50 people there and you're expected to rock out the small-ass club crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that before, man. But, yeah, I, uh, once they started saying they were going to charge us to do it, I was like, I don't know how I make my money back because I already spent all this money to do this shit. Hello, and, and then you charge me. Right, you selling tickets but charging me to be on stage. For these 45 people or some shit that's not, you know, not really here to spend money. So I was like, yeah, yeah this is. got to make their money all the way around. Shit, I had to put money into the show that I did. Like, I got to buy this all this equipment. hmm Yep. <laughs> Cost money to make money, man. True. So, you um, for your marketing. So you say you about to start working on the blog again, man. What kind of stuff are you trying to write about? I actually have a blog post. 
What? I'm sitting on a few of them. Mm-hmm. And this one blog post that I have coming up, it might it might piss a few people off. I actually have it right here um, in a draft. Um, and like I said, it might piss a few people off. Um, it's basically... Um, what is it? How to cheat without getting caught? Oh, I'm mad! I am mad already. <laughs> what was the title again? How to cheat without getting caught? Oh, you son world. of a gun! I can't believe this shit. What is wrong I, with you, Zed? I can't. I, I've been sitting on it for a while because it's just different apps out there. Like it's a whole bunch of shit out there. If you a cheating motherfucker, it'll help you get through it and oh, keep Lord. it secret and keep it to the side. They have apps like. Uh, Y'all seem like y'all have a really happy relationship, so I don't mm. have to worry about this knowledge fucking y'all up. But it's right. an app. Yeah. It's called a Black Book app. Black Book app? Okay, I'm writing this down. Black Book <laughs> app. Okay, go That's ahead. That's not exactly what it's called, but they have a few mm. of them. And they're uh, decoy apps. One decoy of them that's really app. popular okay. looks like a tic-tac-toe game. When you log, when you open the app and you think you're about to play tic-tac-toe, it's going to ask you to log in. It seems un. Unsuspe- unsuspicious at first. Okay. But after you log in with your correct password, you get a black book of all them hoes and niggas that you didn't want to show up in your regular contact list and different uh, voicemail, uh, voice uh, text messages and um, wow. picture messages and things from them. Mm. You can have it all in a separate contacts file if you get what I mean. And the okay. app doesn't look like it. It's just seems like tic-tac-toe. You can use different shit like that if you just a dirty motherfucker. You, you mm. ain't even got to be no dirty motherfucker. There's a lot of different reasons. People oh, you cheat. I try not to judge. Right. But a lot of people are against it. And if you're the kind of person who just, you know, I know it's wrong, but I really don't give a fuck because mm-hmm. I'm about to fuck this other piece of ass and nobody can stop me, not even the marriage vow that I made. Right. Oh, Dwayne no. Wade probably used this app. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's apps you can use. There's tools you can use through Google Voice when you get to the point that you're tired of talking to this motherfucker and you don't want him fucking up your life no more mm-hmm. or your, your significant other to found out. You can block that person on Google Voice, and they will never be able to hit you up again because it'll see it'll give them a message saying this number's been disconnected. I mean, just some tips to kind of help that shit run smoothly because a lot of people keep fucking this up. Right, and step one wow. should probably be not bookmarking that blog post. Like you don't, you want to clear your mint, you clear all your history. Yeah, Yo, I internet. wrote that shit right in the blog. Clear out your browser's history real quick because mm-hmm. a lot of people fucking forget shit like that clear out your browser's history you can set your internet explorer browser delete your history every single day so you never have anything in your history nobody has to look at you suspicious like oh okay you're not doing anything use a whole entirely different email account Mm -hmm. and password and set of pictures all that shit for your other little secret life just shit like that because people been getting caught up and one of my i guess uh selfish aims with that blog is um I don't want no shit falling back on me. <laughs> right, right. You know, if you're going to fuck around, you. I have to be that motherfucker you fucking around with. I'm not going to name any names or point any elbows in any directions. But, mm-hmm. you know, goddamn, be be mindful of certain shit. Well, I think if you get caught, you should. Like, uh, part of my advice is if you do get caught cheating, blame Zan. Like, even if you didn't read the blog post. Like, maybe you got caught because you didn't read it. Just be like, look, I was on Afrocentric.com. Uh, Zan and I ain't telling niggas to cheat, dog. Yep. Like, it ain't my fault. I only read the headline. You knew that when you met me, girl. Man, everybody know that shit when they meet somebody. <laughs> How many times does a nigga fucking somebody else? How many times that shit does it take to realize, hey, my nigga, he 
he seem like he ain't really into this monogamy shit. He be fucking other people. Mm-hmm. He's usually somewhere I'm thinking that clicks him. But I mean, hey, you want to stick with the nigga that fuck with other people? Whatever. Just know I'm part of other people and I don't be giving a shit. That is one of the signs, too, that they not into monogamy when they start fucking other people. Like, you be like, see, I don't think you really into this shit like the way that you said because you, you putting your dick or vagina on these other people and that's not what we agreed to. That's true, right? Man. That's the thing. It's not even about the sexual part of shit. And I made sure to point that out. Mm-hmm. It's a lying ass part of shit. Like, if, if you and your partner agree that's what y'all finna do, mm-hmm. okay, wonderful, well fighting good. Just be honest. Sitting there telling this motherfucker, I'm only gonna be with you, and this is monogamous, and I'm you. You didn't sit here and told my whole goddamn family in the church in front of everybody I know that you only gonna fuck me, right? And then you fuck other people. See that shit don't really match. Just be honest. People out here who do it. Tell the truth. I mean, shit. You may as well not fuck this up because it don't. It's not gonna stop. It wasn't gonna stop. It Mm. hasn't stopped. It never. It was always started. It's always been on. You just need to tell the truth, man. Like when you leave the house and she's like, where are you going? Are you going to play ball? You say, no, I'm going to fuck these other people. And you just close the door and walk out, man. That, that's <laughs> been it's on her court. relationship will survive that shit. That's right. on you and your partner. But if you go out and about to fuck other people, I mean, I like a situation. I have a, a few friends and mm-hmm. one of my friends, they're married and they actually have type of situation where it's like, yo, shit. I met this badass bitch today at work. Oh, how fat was her ass? Shit like that. Mm-hmm. They welcome threesomes and shit into their situation. It's couples like that. It's people who with that shit. So it's like, get with the people who with that kind of shit. Don't be fucking with the monogamous people and, and, and folks who ain't with it. Because you just hurt people's feelings. And that shit's not right. And if you're not going to, you know, apply to the monogamy, go to afrocentric.com. Find out how to cheat, man. Find out the right way. I mean, if you're going to be a lying asshole, I'm sure you lie at your job. Mm-hmm. You lie to your kids. You lie to people who love you. You lie to the pastor at the church. You lie to everybody else. Yeah. If you don't execute this one particular lie, I personally, I believe in a strong black family unit mm-hmm. that I want married couples to stay together. And on that end, if you must cheat, I would rather you be a cheating asshole and keep your fucking family together. You know what I'm saying? This may not be popular-ass opinion, but that's what it is. If you're mm-hmm. going to get some shit on the outside anyway, and you made that up in your mind, nobody can stop you, and you're married, and you don't want to tell your wife and shit, or even if it's vice versa, you don't want to tell your husband you have these other desires and shit because you know that's going to fuck up your shit. You're going to slip your family. You're going to leave your kids in a fucked up ass predicament and shit. Then goddamn do it the right way. That's all I'm saying. Right. The, you, shut, the, shut the fuck up. Shut you, the fuck up. Keep this shit separate. Don't bring it home. Don't leave pieces of your home around where other bitches see it because she might get jealous. Fuck around like your dick, like you. Be mad at your uh, other bitch. Get vindictive. Mm-hmm. Want to fuck up your shit. Everybody did. and funny. It's a whole bunch of other shit. It's a whole other can of worms you open when you invite somebody else in your relationship. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. So goddamn, instead of opening that can of worms, and fucking up your shit why not just you know keep them compartments separate for the time being while you're doing that shit if you're gonna do such a fucked up move mm-hmm. and, and and hold the shit down together because people have been doing that for such a since for for centuries people have always been doing that shit martin luther king fucking around on coretta man mm-hmm. we all know With that some white shit. women but he shut the hell up when he was over there fucking the freedom riders right. he kept his family looking oh, a certain they was way. riding 
They was riding cowgirls. All the way to freedom. That's my... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ride in reverse cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's the thing though, Zan. I don't think there's any perfect way to cheat because, like, I, I have a, a theory on relationships, right? I think everybody has relationships, right? It doesn't, mm-hmm. like, people don't like to call them that, but like, friend zones relationship, a friendship is kind of a relationship. Yes, it is. Cheating, right. cheating is a relationship. And you've got to cultivate and nurture them in a separate way. And that's what right. I'm saying. When you when you get a side bitch or a mistress or some shit, that's a fucking relationship. Right. And you got to handle that shit whether you want to or not, whether you're saying it's serious or not, whether it's fuck that bitch or not. Well, at, no matter how. shit some sort of way so it won't interfere with the other shit that you're really trying to hold on to. Yeah, you got to no, respect that shit for what it is. It's a relationship. No matter how good you are. You only control 50% of any relationship because you can control yourself and that's, that's it. Deep. And that's why so many motherfuckers end up with like, they be like, yeah, I got these rules for my side chick. And then they side chick just be like, man, fuck these rules. And they yeah. be at your house. They be like trying, at your job. See your, trying to see your woman in public, trying to contact your kids and shit. Like you still only control half that shit. So you just got to be uh careful and selective or, you know, per- personally, I think you just got to be honest and be like, yo, I'm going to be out here fucking these chicks. Can, right, can that's, we roll that's like a, this or not? You're speaking my language. That's the same thing I've always said, man. In the first place, why you lying? Mm-hmm. Then when we get over why you lying, because I can understand. I swear to God, I can understand why a nigga might have to set up and lie. I can right. understand why a chick may have to set up and lie. Not stupid shit happens. My whole thing is shit. First of all, tell the goddamn truth and shame devil and fuck a whole bunch of bullshit because right. you never know what that other person might say. They may be completely with it. Yeah, maybe even start sliding the truth in a little bit at a time. You know, like, don't just walk in the house and be like, I'm trying to fuck these other chicks because that's a little, that lacks tact. That's a little harsh. You know, you just got married two weeks ago and all, she still got the dress and all that. But like, but start slowly. Y'all still paying alone? Yeah, you just start slowly sliding it in, like, you know. But then um, you know what? My thing is, too, on some real, real shit. Mm hmm. Man, if you loved your partner like that in the first place, that conversation would have already happened. I agree. And shit happens where, you know, you get in a situation, you get in a mix with a motherfucker you don't really love like that, or you gotta learn to love them, or, you know, whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. I understand that, man. We all just ordinary yeah. people and shit happens. But my whole thing is don't, don't hurt people's feelings. Right. Don't set up and fuck over people. You done told this motherfucker you gonna be with them forever. Why why fuck up that illusion if you're gonna make an illusion first of all. If you're gonna hold up a lie mm-hmm. and, and you wanna keep it together because you like this person. I mean some people, you know, my bitch, I just don't wanna see her doing certain shit like that. Okay, mm-hmm. my nigga, I understand. You know, she gotta sit and breastfeed your kids. You might not want to see her, you know, DPing you and your homeboy that y'all been talking about this shit for a minute or goddamn eating out some other bitches cat and shit. You really may not wanna fuck with that memory and having your mind the next time you see your wife making breakfast mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay my whole thing is be legit with your shit and don't fuck with your situation don't put it out there so it can be easily found and discovered don't don't be a dumbass about it yeah i agree man i agree um all right we got a ton of stories to cover on top of all this cheating and shit that we've been talking about 
Damn, y'all niggas out here changing shit. Y'all bitches out here changing line and going on. Trying to help y'all out, man. Just go in there and just show her the photos of you with the white women and just see what happens. Just see what happens. See where it takes you. Um, this is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. You can also go to theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can do a bunch of stuff there. Vote in the polls, leave comments. We're still doing nominations for the second annual Tippy Awards. Uh, you can also do stuff like become a premium member, uh, become like a donator to the show. Uh, you can, uh, find the email and the phone number in the uh about se- uh in the about section the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball at bullet ball extreme what? and today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com go to tweakedaudio.com you can get 33 percent off of some very nice earbuds that go right into your ears they're very discreet for you guys those straight nine to five jobs where you just want to like put your earbuds in you don't want anybody to bother you but you're scared your boss gonna walk by and see those big ass beats by dre on your face and be like <laughs> yes this nigga don't do no work well now you got these discreet little earbuds you put them in nobody has to know you get any different color any different design i believe the prices start all the way from like 14 10 dollars mm-hmm. to like 40 dollars or some shit um, they even had the ones that have the microphone built into them where you can like answer your phone with that shit and look all fly at the gym um and uh you can put in code tbgwt and you can get 33 percent off of those headphones also you get free shipping and each pair comes with a lifetime guarantee trust me you're gonna want that lifetime guarantee as a person that has gone through seventy five thousand headbutt come on now me too in his life uh this will be uh an upgrade for 99 percent of you guys so mm-hmm. make sure you guys go to tweakedaudio.com code tbg wt uh last night was a big night for everybody it was the state of the union zan did you watch the state of the union hell no i didn't watch that was last night for real mm-hmm. and for the first time in probably seven eight years i didn't watch that shit either um no, i was fucking what mm-hmm. happened? <laughs> uh, Obama was speaking about some shit, and uh, half the people liked it, and the other half didn't, and, and half they liked new. it was stand, and the other half was sit. And then sometimes he would say shit like support the troops, and then everybody would stand to clap, and then the speech was over with. Um, I didn't really fuck <laughs> with it. I didn't really fuck with it because I'm just tired of the same shit. Like either you like that nigga, or you don't, don't at this point. That's right. And if it, like when it's my timeline, I just see the same shit every year. And like some people, I think they like so hard on the president that they make it sound like it's this fictional third motherfucker that was running that <laughs> that had all these other solutions and shit. Cause like every time I see the president speak, um, and this happened no matter who, uh, like when it was Clinton, this is the same way for me. It's not like a black thing, but like, um, I, I just be like, well, the other motherfucker that was running thought all the opposite shit. So. This is close as y'all gonna get. So if you say, I want the president to talk about gay marriage, this close as you gonna get. Cause the other dude would have been talking about gay marriage and would have been like, these motherfuckers are some sinners. They need to die. You know what I mean? So like, yes. I just kept going, at least it's not Romney. And now I'm good with that. It's been six years. I'm good with just, it ain't the other motherfucker. Um, I appreciate whatever you got to do. Yeah. But my whole timeline was full of people like, well, why he ain't talking about the pothole on my street? Huh? Like, I don't Man, know. and my whole thing is what be tripping me out is these same niggas talking that shit 
didn't go and vote in the congressional elections. <laughs> Say right. that again. What, you think the president doing this shit all by his goddamn self? They done told your ass in the third grade when you took American history, goddamn, it's three branches to the government, the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. They don't be paying attention. Mm-hmm. God damn! You know the president can't do all this shit by himself. First of all, nigga, you a nigga. You know ain't no niggas gonna let no nigga just have full reign in the country like that's the point where oh, just Obama said, bam, it's the law. Like Obama had to pass Obamacare like, and all this king. other shit by himself. Is no, that's not what happened. Those congressional members that you didn't vote for, uh, what's his name down here? What is it, Saxby Chambliss or whatever? These pieces mm-hmm. of redneck shit. That you didn't vote for, but you did vote for Obama when you weren't paying attention on your uh, little voting sheet that they gave you at the poll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the motherfuckers <laughs> behind all the shit you don't like. Exactly. So you can't just come up out your face when Obama said and Obama did. Yeah, Obama has a bunch of other people to answer to as well. Then if you ain't putting your money and any serious real effort into politics or what's going on in your community in the first place. <laughs> Obama don't give a shit about what the hell you wiping your ass with mm. in buttfuck Georgia. He don't because he's worried about the rest of the union. And, and that's one of the reasons that's one of the reasons also that I don't um that I didn't watch it is because I it doesn't no, it don't matter what he says because the reality of it is exactly like Zan said, he's gotta go back present those ideas to congress uh and then Mm -hmm. they have to vote on those ideas and when you have more than half a congress or even have going fuck you nigga we ain't doing that shit it ain't gonna happen it's your political party (laughs) yeah it ain't gonna happen dog like it don't matter how great the idea like the and people are clapping because it's like it's a chance for him to say shit without getting cut off where he could just be like listen listen i think we need to have a tax uh, a tax benefit for pussy. Like, listen, Duh. if you getting a lot of what? pussy, you're going to be able to write that off. You can go on dates and oh, you can shit. write off the date. So if you get some pussy, you just put that on your taxes. We won't charge you for that date. You got a 401k pussy? And everybody in the room be like, yes, that is a great fucking idea. I love pussy, Obama. You the man. But then, like, come Tuesday when he's like, all right, guys, let's try this. They be like, man, fuck you, nigga. We ain't doing this shit. Ain't nobody voting for no pussy laws, nigga. Get the fuck out of my face. Ah. And that's and that's what it's going to always be. So why even get excited? I can't get excited anymore. Really? I don't even want to hear shit. They talk about when it comes to Obama because it's just going to be a goddamn argument anyway. And mm. whatever the hell that really, as we've seen or what I've been saying, Whatever um, they really want to happen is going to happen anyway. It's kind of like they already agreed to an advance like Obamacare. I don't think we really actually got a say in that shit. Right. Like, like for real like that. Because uh, actually, we did. We did. There, I remember seeing something about uh, the Health Care Reform Act on a, um, on a ballot before. And I did vote for that shit. I, um, I don't like how... <clears throat> There's just certain things about the Obamacare I don't like as far as how the states are treated. Like, this kind of like it's optional. So it's like, okay, y'all spend a whole bunch of money putting this healthcare system in place. And then at the end of the day, oh, it's optional if your state want to participate in it or not. Well, shit, you just left, up, left us in the same fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But, at, but then again, you know, we do have some cheaper new healthcare options. And right. I've been looking at them, and some of them are pretty straight. And that's also because, like, people's states like you said people don't vote in the off-cycle election people's states have these assholes in charge that are like i'm gonna make sure it doesn't work and 
if you would go to the polls all the time instead of like every four years, right? You would have that issue. Exactly, state of Mississippi. I'm looking at you, Mississippi. You. Um. Another thing that happened. Um. Oh, babe. Before yes, we Karen, go, go on, ahead and do say what you have to say. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm gonna say this before we move on. When you talk about the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. I thought the State of the Union. Was I watched it? The Biggest Loser, and I thought the State of the Union was gonna fuck up my Biggest Loser. No, no. But it didn't. Never that. It has before in the past, and I was yeah. very, very ill. But mm-hmm. this year it didn't. Uh, what fucked it up was the weather, which really. Well, you can always catch it on demand. Uh, and it's now. not because I checked. Not yet, but oh. don't doesn't I thought Biggest oh, Loser be on YouTube. Yeah, don't but doesn't Big, Biggest Loser have an on demand thing too? It just like takes a few days. Oh, it might take a few days. Yeah, okay. and, and I I need to get up on it because the finale is coming soon. I thought it was gonna be about the state of Gabrielle Union and I'm trying to watch Broad City. Yeah, I'm trying to watch that too. Um, and see what was going on with her and Dwayne Wade because I oh, feel like she it's needs, a lot she... going on with Gabrielle Union. And uh, when I tuned in and I didn't see Dwayne Wade giving a speech about, you know, their upcoming marriage, I said, man, what is this shit about? Well, well, Turned it off. well the season's Poor theme, face, Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Oh, the season's theme for the Big Loser is second chances. Okay. So that would make sense. I, I understand why you're looking for uh, Atlanta traffic was all fucked up today. Zan, where are you located, man? I am in Midtown Atlanta. I can see the traffic out the window. Mm-hmm. on uh seventy five eighty five, and um <clears throat> outside the perimeter is funny because i was watching and i was posting some shit on instagram about how uh the governor and the mayor of atlanta cassine reed were acting in response to our state of emergency mm-hmm. what i can say is right here in a midtown atlanta streets are clear ain't nobody on them shits they told us not they told everybody not to go to work um I don't see anything on the interstate. It's just like maybe a few trucks that pass by every now and then. But around on 285 is a mess. I called my mom and them, made sure everybody was in the house and nobody had to work today. But they talking about cars uh, burning on the interstate. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody going to check on them because the, uh, the uh, ENTs can't get out there. So they're like, we're just going to let it burn. <laughs> yeah, somebody had a baby born on the interstate because they couldn't get to a hospital. So the baby came out. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and my, my thing yeah, is no. this, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Roger talked about this on Twitter is a lot of the issues with a lot of people being, well, hold up before you even go there. Hold up. Cause you're skipping ahead. Oh, my bad. I was going to say that. I okay. Was there. Number one, did y'all see the interview with Kasim Reed on CNN? Mm-hmm. That was, that was how you don't give an interview when motherfuckers that- is stuck on the highway though. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like, it ain't my fault, bro. Listen. They Yo, got, I got a, that's why I felt a nigga at. Hey, he was, that, that's all they've been saying, like, man, shit. We know, because honestly, mm-hmm. if you live in Atlanta, you know how the weather is down here. When they had that one shit where they was talking about, um, it was the Arctic blast, everybody, nobody went to work, nobody declared a state of emergency or anything down here, but we were all expecting kind of a big deal. Every, it's been like for the past few weeks, every week we get the threat of snow mm-hmm. and the snow doesn't happen. The weather down here is so crazy that the weatherman will say one shit in the wintertime and we fuck around and get 60 degrees. So we really don't know. On that, ex- on that end, I would say if we had been anywhere else but Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, things probably would have turned out differently. 
I'm honestly not even mad at the mayor or the governor for how they handled the situation. Maybe I would be feeling a little differently if somebody got fucked up in an accident, but still, I didn't think it was going to snow for real. Nobody I knew thought it was going to snow for real, so now that everybody getting on TV, it's like you got to have a scapegoat. we got to say somebody should have done something to account for all these deaths, but did nobody think that this shit was going to snow for real? Nobody did. We just like, oh, okay, they said it was going to snow maybe three inches tomorrow. That's what they always say on the news. Well, here's, here's, here's the thing, though. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool for Zan to say on the blackout tips. If you were the actual mayor, you got to act like you give a fuck. That's just part of the, like, you can't go I mean, on TV like, Look, like, it ain't on me, bro. Like, he said, hey, he said, Zan, he said, I, I, he was like, I was able to get here. The, my rose is fine. I was like, nigga, don't say that. Like, I'm rooting for him because he's a black man and he in a position of power. So I'm like, say the right shit. Like, that's some shit you can't say. That's some shit I say. Like, that's some shit. Nigga, my rose is fine. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas out there in Concord or whatever, but like, (laughs) <laughs> but when you the mayor, you got to be like, I'm on top of this. We're going to handle it. We're going to make sure everyone gets home safe. We got people That's coordinating. Thing, though, my buddy was acting like he did not handle this shit. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like he handled it. They handled it as best as they could. Because like I said, didn't nobody expect the shit. Nobody thought it was for real. And you should have seen how crazy the snow was out here. Like one minute, I looked out my window, and it's snowing outside. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it was getting some snow. And as you look out the window, it was almost like a cartoon. The snow just kept getting harder and harder. And like uh, Nathan Deal said on TV, in about a 15-minute time period, the shit went from everybody's able to move on in, on the interstates and shit to, okay, now shit's at a standstill. Motherfuckers are fucking up. Yesterday, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Yesterday, me and my bitch went out to go buy a sack of weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were so serious like we needed a sack of loud we didn't know what a loud guy was so we're like okay fuck it we don't know anybody in the building we're gonna get in the car and we're gonna go out here to the south side and get this sack like we gotta do it that's the only guy we know mm-hmm. we get out of the building i live in a high rise we get out of the building and we get ready to turn a corner we didn't even make it to the light when we realized that the car couldn't move because it was so much ice and we were turning like it was some scary shit but the crazy thing is, is like right before that, we were just riding in the car. So, yeah, I don't think anybody was expecting that. And then everybody got out at the same time when motherfuckers decided they were going to quit school and leave work early. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of had that thought at the same time. So Yeah, um, that's cool. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> somebody got to get blamed, dog. Like, I don't know where you can have tw- people on the road for 12 hours and then they just get out the car like well that was blameless we ain't ready for that shit this is the south we don't you know honestly i mm. feel like you know they probably smoking dope in the governor's mansion or the capital or some shit that's what he and sound maybe like they just didn't have the funds allocated to have salt trucks and shit just out here like that because it's fucking atlanta well he sounded he sounded like he's planning for that shit and then when it happens it's kind of like oh well god Damn it. I ain't even mad to see him read like, look, nigga, we weren't ready for this shit, and I was straight, and if y'all had a problem, I don't even know what to tell you, because shit, we didn't know what's going to happen anyway. And that, See, that's, that's why exactly I, the speech he gave on right. CNN. And this why niggas lose their jobs every he goddamn nigger. day. That was some <laughs> niggerish shit. When he said that, I said, nigga, you all going to lose your job fucking with these white folks. You that's just had to say the right the shit. White folks with him. Like, oh my God, y'all ain't shit. Y'all don't give a damn. When Hurricane Sandy hit, 
uh that nigga uh chris christie was lying like i'm gonna help everybody we're gonna get to the projects i'm gonna carry these babies mm-hmm, like they were saying they was you got to say the right lies and the thing is i like because i listened to the interview and uh i thought it was funny how people were you know giving everything a pass but um i was kind of like on the on the one hand somebody got to get fired oh yeah it might not be him it might not be him but city manager uh superintendent superintendent for not for making people go to school (laughs) somebody going home without a check yeah that was fucked about all them kids left at school i was really like oh my god yeah i hate to be a kid today because the thing is like doing the interview the lady was asking him about the kids and I was thinking he don't make the decision to, for the children. Like, right. like it's good. And the thing is, I think the storm came so quickly that people were not prepared. Well, they knew. Here's That's the exactly thing. What it was. They didn't yeah, know that they were know. getting a storm. They knew they oh, were getting a storm because okay. everybody knew we were getting a storm. Charlotte knew it. Yeah. We knew it for Karen. We were talking about the shit three days ago. Yeah, we, but I don't think. Right. We but knew Atlanta it knew too. They didn't know how. That shit, but we didn't think it was real because like I said, we always hearing some shit on the news threatening doom in Atlanta. We don't know what the fuck to believe in the months between late December and um, the end of March. We can't really rely on the weather like that. Nobody knows what the fuck. They're well, they, he said, and this is his fault because on the on, on the internet, everybody on Twitter was like, "Well, we don't get snow that often, so it's only like once every few years. So why even worry about it?" And that's why we don't have no snow plows and no trucks and all this shit. And then he got on there and was like, well, actually, we have snow plows and trucks and stuff. We got them since 2011 because. Well, we got 2000. The shit. So I was like, if you got the shit, then you can't really like say you weren't prepared. He was like, to him, he blames the businesses for having business open because he said they, sh- they yeah, shouldn't have done that. Um, like, man, you knew it was going to snow, and you brought your ass. What the hell y'all ain't closed work today for? Mm-hmm. Oh, job ain't going to close. He also said he was able to get a million people outside the city limits. So to his to his point, that's kind of his job as the mayor of Atlanta. Whatever happens on the outskirts in those ju- jurisdictions, not really his fault. Now, I want to say this in his defense, because I, I do think, the, I think the only problem he had was his interview was bad. Yes. Even if it's truthful, sometimes the truth can be bad. You gotta like, you gotta know when to say the truth, right? Do I look good in this dress? Uh, yes, baby. And then, you know, a couple of days later, you'd be like, let's go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? You slide it in oh, there. Yeah, you, put this, you gotta know when yeah. to tell the truth. <laughs> trying to have a, you trying to have a salad. You know what I'm saying? You gotta slide it in there. You don't just fucking, Bitch, you fat. Like people, too many people think that's cool and it's not. So he got to. No, it's not. He got to have some. I want a little more truth telling. That just tied in everything we talked about today. Mm-hmm. You know what? If a lot of people just kept it a little realer, <clears throat> I think. I, you know what? I had this deep thought when I was hot the other day. Like being adults has fucked us up and how we deal with each other. That's true. Folks is too scared to keep it real. Just go ahead and tell me. Like, look, shit is fucked up in the world. I didn't know this shit was going to happen. I'm sure a lot of you people are fucked up right now. Sorry. We just didn't do shit in time. Uh, hey, baby, I just want to fuck this other bitch. She got mm-hmm. a fatter ass like you used to have back in the day. Sorry. Right. Whatever the hell. Just, yeah, that, just that, say that, that shit. That just say it. That, that's true, but you know what, Zan? That shit going to get a motherfucker stabbed. Right. You say that to the wrong woman, she going to look at you, nigga, what just come out your mouth? And yeah. for you know it, you're going to have a fight. If we was in a culture where everybody was used to hearing the truth, 
what you gonna do why would you but we not we not in this culture and also kids are assholes which is everybody forgets to mention kids are the worst fucking examples of human beings that we could be we had this conversation the other day one of our homies was like uh he went over to his uh to his auntie house with his little nieces and nephews and shit or some shit and they was like, uh, oh, I don't want to sit down right here. They got roaches. It's a mm-hmm. roach. You see the roach? Kids are so awesome. Exactly. They say the like, damnedest things. Don't say nothing about the roaches. But since you brought it up, yeah, girl, I see them roaches. Yeah. Don't, you ah! don't sit there. They had a whole TV show based off of this. It was called Kids Say the Most Fucked Up Shit. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, on the air for years. Close enough, close enough. It was on the air for years and it was them saying fucked up shit. So, um, he got a, like I said, only critique I really have for that dude is you can't be showing up to the studio looking extra warm and talking about, and talking about, (laughs) talking about my rose clean. My rose clean. I don't know what these niggas talking about, but look, I made a left on Central, came up MLK, and got hit in ten minutes. Play C murders, fuck them other niggas. Like right before he came, when he was walking up the stage, he came ready to fight. Only thing could have made it better if he was sipping hot cocoa and had a Danish. That's the only thing <laughs> that could have made that interview better if he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Shit was good to me. Y'all, uh, y'all got some more uh, uh, hot cocoa. What the fuck is wrong with everybody? Right. What's the, why, why are y'all staying in y'all cars? Get out your car and go home. Uh, so that was fucked up, man. But other than that, I, I have a theory. I don't live in Atlanta, but I do live in Charlotte, which, you know, is a metropolitan Charlotte. area. It's and, like uh, Atlanta. And I feel like a lot of probably a lot of cities with a black inner city have this happen i wonder how much of this shit is just white flight mm-hmm. coming back to roost because what happens with white flight a lot of times people leave the city and they live into the suburbs because they're trying to get away from cultural diversity they don't want to be around minorities yep. they want to kind of stay in the outskirts yep and then what happens is the money from the the city the city jobs ends up migrating to outside the city limits mm-hmm. and then these motherfuckers try to act brand new they like oh no no hold up player hold up huntersville we're gonna have lower taxes and we ain't trying to put in on these city taxes so take our shit out we don't want your city roads yeah. we don't want your city services yep. we, we don't, don't want these emergency NXT. we got our own hospital mm-hmm. now we about to be rich we having the same thing happen in charlotte with this uh place called ballantyne yep Valentine motherfuckers, all the rich people moving out there, and now they want to like annex themselves from the city, even though they're in the middle of the fucking city. They just want to be like, we got our own sewer, we got all We're our, own for our own shit. We don't but want you're in the middle of the, you guys. but right. you're in the center of the goddamn city. But when something pops oh. off, the fucking weather don't care about city limits. The weather is like traffic fucked up for everybody, everybody that don't have traffic emergency procedures. And I wonder, I don't know, because I don't live in Atlanta, so when write the show, let me know. I wonder how much of this shit is happening on the outskirts of the city. I think a lot of it is. Because the know, way that the crazy he... crazy shit the, is about Atlanta, mm-hmm. though, is like, you know, we kind of started the, gen- the gentrification shit down here in Atlanta mm-hmm. with being the first place in the in the country to remove our housing projects. Ooh, this bitch feel good. To remove our housing projects and shit out of the city. But an interesting thing is happening now, and that's uh, the white people have basically figured out the value of the Atlanta city limits, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like, um, what is, it's, it's almost like reverse gentrification. Like, now we're trying to get you niggas out of the city and into the suburbs so these folks, the niggas with the money and the white folks with the money, people with money can come back into the city and live here. It's yeah, high they, as they, fuck they, to they live down here. Like, this piece of shit 
that we're in right now is high as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everywhere on this list is fucking high. They want to push. But that's because you're paying all the. In the black community up out of here. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that Atlanta is straight. I don't see shit on these roads. Well, that's also because. out here every far off, every so often because mm-hmm. they give a fuck here. But when you talk about around 285 and around different parts, it's kind of like it's different. Right. Well, this, first of all, this is the same shit that happened in Detroit. Right? Because people take the money from the job, but then they move the shit further and further away from the job. All of a sudden, it's like, um, so what about all the shit in between, you know, that we're supposed to be able to afford with your taxes to police, to get the mm-hmm. garbage, to get the snow trucks and all this? Um, they smoking it. Yeah, they smoking it. And then, of course, they also... Um, a lot of times they strip. Governor from Canada just tell y'all he was smoking crack. Hell yeah, he's smoking that shit, (laughs) man. Toronto ain't got no snow plows. I smoked the snow plow, baby. Um, but, (laughs) but, but like those, but the other thing is when these motherfuckers like, um, strip shit out of the government, which happens a lot, where it's like, we're gonna cut down government spending. Mm -hmm. The shit that they cut is always shit like this, where it's like, it ain't snowed in three years. Why the fuck we got 40 snow plows? It's like, I guess we just cut the salt budget. And next thing you know, everybody on the fucking highway freezing to death, looking like the walking dead, man. So I think a lot of this shit could have been prevented. And I don't really think it's his fault. And in the interview he gave, I think he he couldn't say it's not my fault, which is really what he was trying to say. But he was speaking in code. He was like, everybody in Atlanta got out. And I was like, okay. Right. Y'all, that motherfucker did say they had me tickled. Like, yeah, we straight. Right. We salted our bridges earlier. And yeah. Then, Yo, okay. He was like, it's y'all niggas on the outskirts. They wanted to run out there and separate yourself. Y'all the ones stuck and got the problems. And lastly, let me say this, okay? There was almost some trouble in our household this morning. <laughs> okay. Karen goes to work at 7 a.m., right? Yes. It was snowing outside. She gets up. She checks the news. I mean, she doesn't even come on TV. She just goes to a car turns on the car to warm it up mm-hmm. comes back in i wake up i'm like is it fucking 6 30 i swear it was snow outside <laughs> so i turn on my fucking um tv and every station with the news on is like nigga don't go out there that's five to ten <laughs> every single like you just flip it to any news like what the fuck are you thinking nigga get your ass back in the school's <laughs> closed we didn't get that shit yeah it was uh it was yo i swear to god i thought it was gonna be warm that day and then the but the thing is that morning when we got up, mm-hmm. before it started snowing, it was the most beautiful day. It felt good outside and everything. You understand? We heard about the snow coming. My nigga told me the day before, like, you know, it's supposed to be three inches of snow outside tomorrow on the ground. And you remember when you told me that? Oh, he got his headphones on. But I'm you like, gotta, yeah, but you gotta, gotta believe. It's, mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, it's a glorious day. It is beautiful. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. I just got up out some pussy and I hear chip, 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 chip. I'm like, oh my god. What the fuck they mean? Snow. Oh, okay. The snow's supposed to come around one o'clock. Alright, whatever. Y'all always say that shit. Mm-hmm. Twelve happened and I see pretty little snow. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess they are telling the truth. One o'clock happened and I look out the window and it's gridlocked on the interstate and it's a whole bunch of cars downstairs like a damn concert just let out yeah but zane you're not responsible for anybody right you Fuck. you if you in chocolate city you have to hedge on the on the idea that we might get snow because we are a tropical people and you can't have <laughs> black people stuck out here on this fucking interstate freezing to death this is exactly how you don't get reelected, man but um you know what to reelect that nigga anyway why? What happened yeah, if they you don't? You just really fucked yourself in the eight, yeah. my brother. If he don't, it's because of this, by the way. Like nobody gonna bring up none of his problems. Franklin's a dyke back anyway. Yeah, I he think they should. Gangster. 
Mm-hmm. You know, she might come back and then they're going to show like all her attack ads just going to have snow in them. Yeah. Like, she's not gonna, she's not gonna say why it's just gonna be snowing outside. Like, um, but, um, yeah, so I think, um, what I was gonna say though is, so Karen's like, I'm going to work basically. And I, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, a long time ago, Karen went to work in the snow. She got a hit and run accident. Mm-hmm. Um, got stuck on a bridge where the police had to come and yes. calling me and panicking and shit. And I, and I was supposed to be at work that day too. You know where I was? At my fucking house. Cause I said, that's crazy, Karen. <laughs> that's insane. Like, Karen is an insane Did person. Did you go to work anyway? No, I went to work. <laughs> like, I didn't even go to work that day because once she got in the wreck, I was, I was like, Karen. fuck it. Did you go to work? No, yeah. she came home. You came home that day, didn't you? After you got in the wreck? Did you go to work? Yes. Okay, so she went to work Ooh, anyway. Like a crazy person. Not, I, no, I, not a G. That's why this is what I'm getting at. That's that's not that's not a gangster thing at all. I was at the street from my job, that's why. Right. It's not gangster at all, man. And that's what's fucked up about the shit is like um, you know, people get into this head where i don't know if they just want to be tough for work or they just feel guilty or some shit yeah. you gotta make that money honey. but you but you she's living on the street she's in a job where she's gonna get paid either way right oh what so you gonna work for well you know salary you know use whatever your vacation time if you have to but she's gonna get the money true it's not worth her life Mm-mm. it's not worth the fucking car payment bill of, of a fucking wreck i know yeah, that, that much or the, or the deductible <laughs> Right. It's definitely not worth that if you do that math. So there was no fucking reason to get in that car, go to work. And so I'm, so I'm thinking of all this shit, but you know, obviously I'm married to her and I live with a black woman. You can't just be like, you ain't going to work. You know, it don't work like that. But you know, like I, I very rarely try to even pull a rank, you know, cause I feel like we're both adults and yes. too many people think that a relationship is about power and telling the nigga what to do. And that's really not what it is. Nope. But it was so, but I really, it really got to a point today where I had to be like, no, you can't go to work. <laughs> like, this is, Don't this is it. crazy. You can't, like, I walked out, like, she wanted me to walk her out to her car. And I'm like, there's fucking ice on the ground. Like, how the fuck you gonna get out of the space and up the hill you in this? You know, this is crazy. <laughs> like, you know, I care about you and apparently you don't care about yourself. So I have to say it. It's just an awkward phone call to your boss. If you're listening to this shit right now, listen. I've been laid off twice at jobs where I was doing a good fucking job. These niggas don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Do not take your ass out the fucking house when it's dangerous for these Ooh. motherfuckers that don't give a shit and, about you. They don't care. And 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 the, the thing. I was drinking that. He said I ain't been laid off at two good jobs doing good work. These folks don't give a fuck about you. Fuck them and stay at home. Stay at home. Yeah. And, and, stay and, at and, home. And it's one of those things. Where play right. video games and put on pajamas. They don't give a fuck about you, dog. And the thing about it is that when Roger was talking about it, I seen people interacting with him, and it's just one of those things where I feel bad because there are other people that think like me. And Roger says it's a mindset that they kind of trick you into when at the end of the day it don't matter. Yeah, skip a step, too. Um, She also got an attitude with me. I did. For saying don't go to work, please. I, I don't did. want you to die. I got attitude. She got an attitude with me. Got mad at me. I was like, the fuck are you mad at me for? <laughs> for caring. Like, I get, like, a real pimp ass nigga would be like, get your ass. I don't give a fuck if it's sleeting or snowing. Yeah, I you gonna be out attitude. there hoeing. Get my motherfucking money, bitch. Get out the house. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, yeah. I got goddamn snow. Right. What you yeah, looking at me for? Because I, because I guess my mom was like, "Well, shit, fuck. They ain't, they ain't gonna close." Because that was my thing. I was but like, what well, are they gonna do, Karen? Nothing. You are a, they're not gonna do nothing. You are a great employee. <laughs> number one, you're the best employee in your department. Number two, you never miss work. You you go to work when you're fucking sick. You yeah. like you go to work all the time. Number three, the fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> the fuck are they gonna do? They never close. This is exactly what happened to Atlanta, by the way. And if more yeah. people had a fucking spine right. and just told their boss, fuck you, I'm not coming to work. They said it's gonna be snowing. Most I'm staying at home. Been at home. I'm watching my kids. Everybody would have been fucking straight. But we got a slave mentality where we just like, I don't want master to take my checks away. So we always fucking running up in there and letting them treat us like shit, man. That's and if the they'll make you risk your life. Like, even when it's some, 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 like, civil rights kind of shit, I guess we ain't really going through the civil rights struggle that day. Mm. But even when it's some other bullshit where it's like, yo, we should just boycott this shit or we should just take off or we should just go protest. Ain't nobody got time for that shit when mm-hmm. it comes to work, man. Sweet brown and poison. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Niggas out here. Some goddamn snow. Ain't nobody got time for that. Niggas out here risking their life, dog. Like, it's crazy to me. So, yeah, I, I fucking I said that's something. That's what the system wants us to do. They want you to be at a point where you, you risking your life trying to goddamn go out here and make a check by any means. Right. Act yeah. like the, like your job is your pimp. You know what I mean? It like, is. Your job is sitting there, listen, like, you're going to call your boss and be like, Hey, um, it's it's icy out right now, and I really can't even make it out of my apartment complex. So, Daddy, you uh, sure I can't come in and just stay at home? Listen, today, uh, I listen. Know if I'm gonna get out there without dying. You know what I'm saying? L- listen, listen, bitch, <laughs> listen. You get your ass to work. Get them heels on. Now y'all already five minutes late, so I'm gonna go upside your head. But Duh. you get your ass to work, and you are gonna get this motherfucking payroll Put process. No boots on, bitch. Right. <laughs> Where are my TPS reports, motherfucker? <laughs> These dicks ain't gonna suck themselves. <laughs> and, what, 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 you need some gloves? Right. <laughs> I'll let you come out an hour later so you can go to Walmart and get you some gloves. <laughs> Bitch, it's all good. Code? What the fuck is a code, nigga? You gonna suck dicks with this code. Yeah, get you some NyQuil. Right. Man, it got to be crazy out here letting and, these people get in your head. And, and the thing is, is that, uh, I was, at first I was like, well, I'm gonna try to go in about, what I said, about nine. Right. So we went out there. Still early. And it, still early. And it was still early. It I was, was all I could talk her into. I was like, okay, I do a two hour delay like the school. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, I got my ass out there and started That's moving. And it was a dude up the hill and we both stopped at the same time. And got stuck and, at the hill. And got stuck. And I looked over to the right and I could see the, my front door. I called Roger. I was like, look, um, I'm stuck. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I'm going turn this motherfucker back around and sit my ass yeah, here I, to 12. I had to come out with my phone and guide her back down like a fucking truck with a semi-trailer. <laughs> I like, couldn't see. Back it on up. Back it on up to the left. 10-4, good buddy. Going to the left. Okay, you're going a little too far. Go to the right. Get back. Straighten it up. Straighten it up. We're going to do it. I think that was a classic black moment yesterday. Everybody got in their car. I'm going to do this shit. No, don't go. We're snowing. No, I got to do it. Like right. Like, in the weed, man. Then you get in your car and you get so far on your destination and then some shit happened. You start thinking like, oh, hell, I don't want this shit. Yeah, I'm going to die. I'm going to die for a nickel bag of weed. <laughs> I got to talk to the police. Yeah, I'm going to be I in a ditch. I can't talk to the police after I just got back from the dope spot. Right. I'm going to be in a ditch for a nickel, for a dime bag. I'm in a ditch. I'm about to die in the cold. I'm going to want to smoke. I can't get no cigarillos if I'm stuck on the highway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so like, working. I got Karen to come back. 
and uh by the way shout out to the white dude that i don't know if he had been late white people. like i guess he had been late, late 10 times time. and they told him if you late one, one more, more time, time we're gonna kill you because this motherfucker <laughs> rolls all the way back down the hill right mm-hmm. and he looks over at me because i'm telling karen like we're going inside and you're calling your boss and telling him maybe lunchtime or something and he looked over like y'all giving up this motherfucker guns his car in the ice up the hill to try to get enough momentum to make it over the hill. Yep, it had to roll and back then, down. And then it got stuck, and I could hear his car push. He, like he was holding down the gas pedal all the way. Yep, and his car was just like skis, 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 as it was sliding, smoking. The gas pedal. The car is doing what the fuck it wants to do, just rolling around in a circle. These white people is gangster. He believed in himself. He thought he could do it like that. Right? Niggas gave up that easily. Watch this. He's like, (laughs) I watched Crocodile Hunter, and it was so funny when he got stuck because I was like let's say because there's a fence in our apartment right white people to stop letting crocodile hunter and them make them brave mm-hmm. stop watching man vs. wild and fucking come in and watch first 48 like real niggas <laughs> and you'll see that you got the sky the limit is the sky sometimes the limit is the sky so um he this motherfucker was spinning out and i was like we got a fence at the front of the complex what happens if your car does get a little bit of friction you gonna go fucking slamming into the fence at 80 miles an hour dumbass like you Go your ass up home. a whole bunch of people and shit and right. call some of these 1,000 however the fuck many accidents we done had out here on the interstate today. And, yeah. and, and the funny part about it, me and Roger and the old black lady all looked at each other like, nigga, please. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad that black lady was there, too, because I needed her on my side. Because I'm, I'm telling you, talking to Karen is like talking to a fucking crazy person. She's like, I just need to go to work. I was like, what's wrong with you? You going to die for this shit? Get the hiking then. Go hike yeah, your ass up there. Die for this there. check, nigga. That's how real I am. <laughs> right. I fail you, gangstified. Um, <laughs> another reason I know the State of the Union is bullshit, one of the dudes from Duck Dynasty was going to be there, and they wanted to know if Obama was going to talk to him. Man, fuck yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all and fuck that. Let's talk about the State of Florida. Okay. Oh, Florida. Wait, wait. Did you say the guy from Duck Dynasty was supposed to be at the State of a Union address and that actually made like waves? Yeah, they were like, like the cracker with the long beard. Not uh-huh. the not the most racist one, just one of the oh. sons. He was gonna be there and people were like, What do you think Obama will address him? I was like, Why the fuck would the president Who of the United fuck States is that guy? Yeah, all the kids from Jersey Shore gonna be there? Nobody gives a fuck about this dude. Man, I got that true. Stevie J Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> like, was K. Michelle gonna what be there? The you finna address Jocelyn or some shit? Yeah. Mr. Obama, I don't know what's going on, but you know, we gotta do something cause me and Stevie are having problems fucking with this shit in the union and you know how it is out here, brother. Wait, I don't get it. Why is the guy from Doug Knight? What was you saying? Yeah, anyway, he was there at the State of the Union. And, uh, it was, it was, anyway, I, they were, people were like, is he gonna talk to, the president, you think he'll say something? I'm like, why would he talk to this nigga? And why, why are y'all even inviting him Republicans? Like, what's, that's why I don't nobody want to vote for y'all niggas. Um, y'all bring a piece of po' white trash to speak to my community. Let's talk about Florida real quick, okay? Florida, as we ratchet know. Ratchet-ass Florida. Very ratchet-ass state. Very uh, crazy. Um, here's a story from Florida. Let me see if I can play the audio of this. Um, where's my volume at? Uh, hey, Alex, stop. Apparently, uh, a dude owned some snakes, and uh, he was a teacher in Florida. It's already fucked up. 
it, you're right, Zan. It is fucked up. Uh, matter of fact, it's so fucked up. Where's my sound? God damn it. Why won't this? Why won't, oh, I don't know if I can hear this. Yeah, I think you should be able to as soon as I get the sound All working. Right. I don't know why I won't, uh, play. Because Florida plus man is a teacher plus snakes. They don't even, it sounds fucked up. Yeah, let me know if you can hear this. Oh, wait. Right. Is this the news report? Oh, no, it's just video of the snakes. Okay, I'll just read it. An elementary school teacher was arrested on suspicion of animal cruelty Wednesday at the police found hundreds of mostly dead and dying ball pythons in the Santa Ana home animal services. Uh, hundreds? Said. Hundreds of <laughs> pythons. William Frederick Buckman, Buckman, a sixth grade teacher. So this is the guy that Florida decided was safe enough to teach their children. Okay, maybe we can even play a little bit of early guess the race on this, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, sixth grade teacher, he was uh he was uh elementary school in Newport Beach was taken into custody after police served a search warrant at his home. Authorities said a substitute teacher has been called in to cover his class. Um, uh, basically his neighbor said it smelled so bad they thought it was a dead body in his house. Oh shit! So police Come showed on, up. Damn snakes. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes <laughs> and their motherfucking skin. Yeah, three years. Uh, so three years ago, when his mother died, he broke down and cried when Rooney offered his condolences to him. She said his mother was a strong presence in his life and would come to school and read to the students in class. She also was an educator. Up to 400 snakes and snake carcasses were found in cages throughout the home. Oh! In an environment that the police said smelled god awful, more than half of the snakes were found dead. Wouldn't you hate to be the person that had to figure out the which one? said it was god awful. God awful. Oh. They didn't type that in their damn room. Maybe that police report. It was god awful. <laughs> you, and, and you know somebody white did that because black yeah. people, black people are like nigga, that shit stink. You know what's black sad? Like. Like, what's crazy to me is, like, who's the person that has to figure out which snakes are alive and dead? I would not want that job. I don't want that job. Right. You're like, uh, I think this one's dead. Oh, it's alive. It's alive, y'all. Got a live one here. Help me get it off. Uh, more than half the snakes were found dead, police said. They were, they had not been fed and were covered in mites. Animal service officers wore special suits and masks to process the scene. There were all forms of decay. An animal service supervisor at Santa Ana Police Department said from skeletons to just dead in the last decay. few days. There was an infestation oh. of rats and mice that are running loose all over the house. <gasps> there are rats and mice in plastic storage tubs that are actually cannibalizing each other. Oh. Yep. Cannib- what the fuck? Y'all just saved these motherfuckers and you, or you just walked in on the mid-cannibalistic shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't been there so long they started eating each other. It's a mouse-eat-mouse world. The front, the front four rooms of the home were packed floor to ceiling with snake cages, officials said. Buckman had, was breeding the ball pythons to sell them. The home. He wasn't uh, selling to nobody. They died. <laughs> he was selling dead Selling for what? Food? Meat? For skin? For like, skater, you for gator some, shoes? Yeah, you want some leather boots? Snake skin? Animal Control first received complaints about the home one year ago when neighbors suspected he was breeding snakes. At the time, the snakes were healthy and animal services did not have a violation of law to uh, to allow them to seize the animals. That's how crazy Florida law is. You can just breed snakes. You don't need like a permit or anything. There's and no law against that shit. As long as the snakes are healthy, they have no problem. Man. Wow. Yeah. It's all kind of fucked up laws down here. That's fun. <laughs> 
four months ago police and animal services were notified of a dead body smell coming from the home after it was determined that it was actually a dead animal smell animal services sought buckman's cooperation to allow for a search of the home when he refused a warrant was obtained this is a major case of neglect says sam Mackey. uh it is very sad these snakes are completely harmless and make great pets what nigga but it is only in florida only in florida uh, but it is clear the owner ca- ha- hardly provided any care for them. Uh, while there used to be a market for the animals, oversaturation has caused the price for ball pythons to drop from $1,500 to $200 per oh. snake. Wow. So he That's was, why he was trying to breed them. Sound like he was sitting on a gold mine a couple years ago and then price, the, the snake market plummeted. And he was that like, video wasn't popular more. I mean, nobody want no goddamn snake no more. Yeah. He was like, I can't <laughs> do shit now. I was like, what am I going to do with these $200 snakes? Fuck it. Let them, let them die rot. Uh, the surviving snakes are being transported to a veterinary hospital where they will be given necessary medication and nourishment because you got to keep snakes alive. And I think in the end, we'll be able to find some loving homes for these snakes. They just need some love and care and small children and animals. I say white. Uh, you're correct, Karen. He was a white man. Yeah, uh, of course they're white. These white people giving a fuck about this shit, man. Like, what the hell? Let's find some good snakes for these homes. Can we do that shit for nigga kids? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let Angelina Jolie adopt some of these snakes. These snakes. Uh, they're home- being abused. <laughs> poor Can snakes. Can we find them good homes? Are the snakes okay? What about the niggas in the communities around us? Well, fuck them snakes. Mm-hmm. Those are food and clothing items. Fuck Peter too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Fuck Peter. Fuck Peter. Um. So, uh, another thing that happened in Florida, in Miami. Oh, Florida! The incident occurred on Tuesday morning, on November on Northwest Eighteenth Avenue. Well, after well, hearing a, a after hearing a knock on the door, oh, the victim's father-in-law opened the door and found two males with firearms. Oh shit! The males entered the home and demanded money. Oh. The suspects then entered the room of the victim, 33, by breaking down the door. One of the suspects then held a gun to the victim's head and again demanded money. Police say the victim stated she didn't have any money. The suspect pulled down his pants and began hitting the woman in her face with his penis and shouted, give me the money. What? That's right. What? What? The, The suspect pulled down his pants. And said, I'm one of these dudes that Zan is always talking about and starts slapping upside the head with his penis and said, give me the money. I'm sorry. So somewhere in Ratchet House, Florida, a park called Miami, some nigga was robbing a house and goober smack, dick mm-hmm. smack some bitch in the face like, give me the money. like Give me the money. Smack. Smack with my dick. Was he going to spray her with AIDS or something? Why was he smacking her with his dick? Right. Why? Like, do you not get as much time if you smack somebody with a dick instead Apparently of a hand? Maybe so. But you know? I guess, in my, see, in my head right now, there's a mental picture going on, and I'm yeah. drinking this beer and shit, and, and I'm it, sitting here like, okay, so between the, I guess, you having the gun out part, mm-hmm. and you unzipping your trousers, and pulling your dick out, and putting your dick in the proximity of this person's face close enough to smack them with the dick. 
Mm-hmm. What I was trying to find, what the fuck were you and, saying during all that? Like, how, how do you just segue into, yeah. bitch, you ain't going to give me money? And, I'll pull out my dick. You finna give me this money. It's smack. And my thing is that if your dick is a certain size, can it be qualified as a weapon? Right. And if you and if you mess around and put some pre-cum on her, you should be charged for a crime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, that is a biological hazard, man. Yeah, it is, especially unwanted. Right, especially like, did he, like, was his dick clean? Like, had he been, was it like a whole day's worth of. Nigga might have herpes and shit. You know, real anything. It's just by touching it. Right, somebody pull out a dick that's just been, like, unwashed for 24 hours. Like, nobody Uh, wants to deal with all this, you know? Dick all on your face now. Shia, you gonna go to sleep. You know she gonna feel the imprint of dick on her face for the rest of the night. She gonna be scrubbing, take, her, scrubbing her face. face. Like, I am scarred for life. I can never forget this, the, the, the feeling of that penis head on my chin. Oh. I demanded money. I, I, I can't scarred. watch Dick Van Dyke. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't do it. Um, I can't even eat bananas no more, nigga. Right. Shit, I need money. Right. I'm doing. I'm trying. I hate Dick Cheney, even yeah. more than I did before. Um, yeah. So, um, the victim, they basically they couldn't find any money, so they stole two two uh two televisions and ran out the house. Victim told police she believes she was followed after making a transaction at the bank on Monday evening, which is why you got to really you know watch your back at those at those ATMs. Mm-hmm. Um, go drive through only right and it's also why you gotta you know hopefully she can pick them out in the lineup you know pull your dicks out that was him was this the penis that slapped you ma'am yeah <laughs> was this the penis that slapped you ma'am uh penis number was three a bigger or littler than that penis penis number three and penis number seven step forward ah! <laughs> the rest of you guys that go penis home looks familiar right. i don't remember that bump being on that penis but it was dark right they're both black. They're both very black. I remember the I'm shaft. Sure it was black. It was definitely black. All I remember was very heavy balls. Um, can I see the balls too, please? Yeah. Uh, white. Just swing it. I don't remember exactly how it looked, but I remembered how it swung. I mean, I need to put my face back down here and yeah, just hit me with it so I can make sure that that was the one. Also, I feel like this would be more <laughs> of a threat to a dude. Like, I feel like if you yeah, said, like, like if you busted you. my house and said, listen. That's sexist if a motherfucker just up and smack me in the face with his dick. I'm going to feel pretty harassed and threatened. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. If you pull your <laughs> dick out to slap me in my face, like, I'm also a little bit homophobic when it comes to other dudes. Like, every dude is, like, you know, extra homophobic, I think. Like, they be changing the channel when True Blood has two dudes kissing and shit. So, like they gonna be like like they will tell you the truth you know what i'm saying like a woman may have had a dick on her face at some point in time now this is an unwanted dick now i'm not saying it's okay but i'm just saying on the scale on a relative scale of who the least wants a dick on their face at any given point in time i i am or a heterosexual dude is not accustomed and not welcoming exactly any dick slappings to their face in a in a calm situation yeah. during peacetime or, or in during a war, mm-hmm. and I would really tell just, it's never going to happen. So that's, if you put a dick on my face, is that is that demographic? Mm-hmm. I'm really fucked up and scarred. Right, dicks just don't happen on my face like it's, that. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like you, if you, where is the money? I'll be like, look, motherfucker, I ain't telling Officer, you shit. You gonna have to kill me. I'll be like, you're gonna have to kill me to get my motherfucking money. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I die for this PlayStation, and then they'd be like. 
zip i'll be like hold up put your dick up bro what you doing um it's in the, it's in the state say the combination is five seven two five five seven two five you want me to put it in Man, you gonna put it in yeah i'll write a check bro i'll write yeah. a check right now and it's good i promise we can settle right now bro just put your dick back away from All my I face it's 150 dollars my nigga what's up right and plus you know if it happens to a dude i'm not gonna tell the police because everybody's homophobic and then they're gonna be all like like my night local man is threatened with penis <laughs> slapped his chin we have details at six they're gonna be interviewing oh, me they're gonna six. have to they're gonna have to censor my face and change my voice so then he just pulled Real dick bad. out and started slapping me he just kept slapping me in the face <laughs> with slap slap rhythmic slapping <laughs> my boys gonna find out and shit they be like oh what's up dick face Ah, how you doing, sperm lips? What's up, bro? Man, you all right? I heard that nigga slapped you in your face with his dick on the news. Yeah, been, how big crazy. was it, dog? How big yeah, was it? Yeah, he put his balls on your forehead, yeah, I too. I can't get too close to you, man. You know, yeah. you had a dick on your face and stuff. Exactly. How long did you let the dick sit on your face, nigga? Like, he had a gun. But it was how long? For like four <laughs> seconds, man. Four seconds. Oh, you gay. Man, you felt it right there, yeah. too, bro? Uh. Was it hot? The hot? It was a hot dick, too. I bet yeah. you gay now. You gay now, nigga. Nah, no dude is gonna let that happen. So Man, he probably should have dick on the sex at the time. I can't even tell you about him, Charlie. He about gay as fuck. <laughs> should have put the dick on the dude, man. They would have got all the money, dude. That was where they fucked up. All they got was two TVs because they put the dick on the chick, and she probably didn't even break. She's like, I ain't got no money. We just saw you go to the ATM. I don't so have all any you money. Do the rob niggas is just whip right. their dick out and put it in proximity to their face, and they'll just break exactly. themselves. Right. See, they, there's like, woman, I will put my dick on your face. She's like, so? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. This is the first it. time I had a dick on my face? So? Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, only time they're going to have right issue, they fuck around and get a gay man. Yeah. Then they're, then they're going to be, be scared. Yeah, then they'll be like, oh, it means you want this? Wait right. a minute. We got issues. But it's funny, too, because then she probably was like, this ain't even the biggest dick I had on my face. Get the fuck out of my house. Ain't that the truth? Oh, I, can't, I mean, I like dick, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't even like robbing dick, like robbery dick. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to goddamn take dick against their will. And even if it is a real big, if I was getting robbed, but if you just took out five hundred, whipped out a big ass dick. What? But fuck if you anyway, just, if you just getting robbed, it would have. It, it really depends. But Zan, if you just pulled out five hundred in cash in the ATM and you know you need that money so you can go ahead and pay that rent, then is what is is a dick on the face that threatening? It's not as threatening Man, as missing the rent. I'm I'm a believer and stand my goddamn ground. You finna get shot by nigga mm-hmm. when you walk up at my house in the first place. Exactly. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, if it just wasn't like that, I I really don't know. I yeah. I, I don't think I'd be rash enough. What if it was a little dick? Like, what if it's a little dick? Would you would that make you less scared? It might not even reach your face then. God, that would be laughter. Like, oh my right. god, you don't get this shit out my face, bro. I bet you do need five hundred dollars. That's probably what happened. That's get probably a dick what, implant. I think that's what happened. That's why they end up leaving with nothing. And it's like, give me the money. I put my dick out, and then she was like, <laughs> he was like, what? Oh, I'll put my dick back up. Give me the TV. <laughs> That's all you had to pull out. Really? Right. Give me this I TV. You, you finna assault me now with your little four inch penis. Right. Uh, you won't be watching no TV. I tell you that much. Give yeah. me the shit. Oh, this is gonna hurt. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I hope you don't hurt your little peeny pulling it out I like that. I don't have to watch TV now. I got all the comedy I need right here, bro. You just came in here with a three-inch penis and tried to rob me and pulled your dick out like that was a sign of power. Kanye, LOL. Kanye West settled out of court for $250,000 
to the dude that he beat up for calling his wife uh well fiance or wife well, fiance they're not married okay yet. a nigger lover so he he beat that dude up apparently threw about 30 punches and the dude got beat up and didn't do shit and uh he ended up paying 250k i say money well spent money well spent fuck he won't be doing that shit sometimes you gotta whoop a nigga ass and you got the money to pay for it you got whoop a nigga ass money and i don't blame you kanye one bit sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do bro so shit i mean you got yourself in that situation my nigga fucking around with kim kardashian you knew what time it was Mm -hmm. yeah he knew that people was gonna be calling her nigga lover on the streets and he was gonna have to say something this is his fault what happened to a little bald head dykey chick? Um, Amber Rose Amber. is married to Wiz Khalifa now. They got a well, child. I understand and, that, but damn, how you how you fucked that up, Kanye? Uh, you know, sometimes I think I think sometimes niggas just don't vibe. You know what I mean? They just wasn't feeling each other. All I know is this: um, I don't give a fuck if you marry um, Janet Jackme or fucking Maser- <laughs> Maserati Triple X. Somebody call your woman a nigga lover to her face. You gonna have to go up there and handle shit. It that's your woman now. Like you, you can't. No like Kanye when she on the like, phone. Uh, who was a dude who got uh, who was it? Carmelo Anthony when they said La La Pussy tastes like honey. Kevin Garnett. Else. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he should have whooped his that ass too. Warranted an ass whooping, I believe. Yeah. Like, oh my god, shit! I have to really think about this. She really got that nigga man whoop her yeah. ass. And whoop you got ass. and you can support that because that's black on black love. So there's no excuses for yeah. you. But I think even if you married the biggest freak in the world that has had the most sex on film, all this shit, somebody disrespect your woman, you get the phone call, you got to come your ass up there. You can't be rationalized talking about, well, you did do a sex tape. Like, nigga, you better get your ass up there. True. I feel that. That's yeah. just me talking shit. I feel But, <laughs> I mean, really, Kanye West, uh, that probably wouldn't have happened if he was with a nigga anyway. You mm-hmm. can't just call your bitch a nigga lover. Right. That's true. Love niggas. Uh, that's just me being like I'm that sure nobody. Because fuck Kim K and Kanye. I, I'm sure nobody's ever told Kyle Amber Rose any names. I'm sure he's. That would really? never happen. <laughs> Some may call her a bulldagger or something, but mm-hmm. I mean. People don't talk shit anyway, goddammit, Kanye West. Why you fucking up the game? Beating people's ass. I understand the respect factor, but mm. nigga, shit. Uh, cause you got to, Zan. I don't know what rules you roll by in life, but sometimes you gotta whoop a person's ass, man. It just happens. No, I understand that. I totally feel yeah. that. I get that. But it's just, it's kind of silly of him, cause it's like, it's so much shit you could have been turned up about, Kanye, but mm. it, it's, what it looks like is, oh, it took this bitch. And some shit with her to, you know, honestly, you know, the relationship looks like a joke anyway, mm-hmm. like a media stunt. And it just kind of feels some kind of way like, oh, it took this shit for you to actually turn up and, you know, do some shit. Like, now you putting your hands on folks about. But this Kim is Kardashian. pretty. Granted, that's your bitch and everything. But I mean, shit, you're on a platform and you've been known to pull some antics about a whole bunch of different shit. Right. So, I mean, why now? Why you, uh risking all this money and your your name your credibility in the streets while you fucking up your criminal record even more so now over goddamn that's his wife that's his yeah. wife and the mother of his child i don't think they're married yet 
yeah the fiance mother of his child but also i mean like that's his baby mama we gonna call that goddamn yeah. bitch what she is it's baby mama call that mm-hmm. a baby mama when she black kim mm-hmm. kim kardashian or whatever fuck her name is is his goddamn baby mama yeah okay i always say mother of the child but um so um the other thing too is like you know if the motherfucker um that like this shit is unprecedented like it's a level of offense that I think is more than they went back other in the shit. day with some racism. They pulled out nigger lover. Right, right. Like that. Like she wasn't expecting that, and neither was he. I like that's the truth. Who it, expects to be called a nigger lover? Like that's some comment section. Hey, Kim Kardashian been called a nigger lover ever since she sucked off Ray J. Right. Now you gonna be that nigger to goddamn turn up and shit? Right. Man, fuck that bullshit. Y'all right. just wanna be on TV again, real quick, about some bullshit. Yeah, you just gotta take it. That's all. You just gotta let people. She's a nigga lover, bitch. She is a nigga lover. You know, I just mm-hmm. seen her swallow black semen a couple times on TV. I don't even know this hoe. She's right. a nigga lover. She just gotta <laughs> take it. Sometimes you just got. If she call you crying and she, you be like, "But baby, you are a nigga lover." So I mean, just, I mean, I'm a nigga. Know, don't be I'm upset. Nigga out here, I'm Kanye West. Yeah. I'm 100 nigga. You don't yeah. see me being nigga on TV. I mean, still, don't res- you love me, bitch? Right. Still respect me as the father of your child and your husband. Keep, keep, still respect <laughs> me for nigga lover now. Yeah, as I don't do shit and tell you and agree with the person that's talk shit about you, but still respect me. Um, but yeah, man, he had to do. He had to do two fifty. That ain't shit. That's uh that's lawsuit money and that's why you that's why you get rich. Like when I get rich, I'm gonna be whooping all kinds of people ass. Like this ain't nothing. Like what you say about my mama? Right. Zan, you you talking about nigga lover like talking about some you this ain't big enough. I would be whooping people ass for stuff like stepping on my Nike's, uh ah! pull, saying something to me when I park in so the pre- you just gonna be Gucci man, huh? When I park yeah. into the 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 expectant and pregnant mother's parking lot spot in the mall um i'm gonna be beating people up if they look at me sideways like nigga you yeah. ain't no woman i'll be like what nigga what man my wife used to be pregnant and right. i'm still dealing with that shit mm-hmm. mind your business i I'm believe too i believe life starts at the sperm i'm pro-life oh, nigga yeah. I'll, I'll kill you over the yeah, space because i'm rich i want to know space to be able to drive a tank right exactly that's why i want a big four four wheel like the the big ass like the bigfoot truck Ain't With no them. gas at that gas station because I just used it I, all. All of Shit, it. I own all the, the gas, gas station. That's why I'm, try, I'm trying to be ignorant. I don't know what kind of small mm-hmm. dreams that y'all have, but I have big dreams. My tank gonna have windows. I'm be looking at you like nigga and what? Yes, I'm driving this goddamn. My tank. dreams include whooping a nigga ass occasionally. Okay, I'm sorry if I'm not uh, up to y'all standards. The White House has to speak on Justin Bieber and if wow. he should be deported. Because the White House has a policy that if they get a hundred thousand signatures online on any issue, they will address it. Um, Who made this rule? They need to hike that number up. <clears throat> well, they did. They did hype it up. Hike it up. It used to be lower, and they start too much stuff started getting there, and now this one has gotten there. Like the one was the Death Star, it got there. Like, can we build a Death Star? So, uh, yeah, the president or somebody. From the White House will have to address whether or not we will deport Justin Bieber because of his newest slate of bad boy behavior. Okay. Deport him? So yes. Justin Bieber ain't American, really? Nope, he's from Canada. He's from Canada. Oh, and get his ass the fuck up out of here, man! Shit, they took our jobs. Uh, it's time to play some games, guys. Okay. Justin Bieber straight took my job. Straight up, you could have been a pop star. Ah! 
That's how I feel. I, mm -hmm. I don't appreciate these immigrants and shit coming over here knowing they from Canada and everywhere else. And goddamn, you know, the Mexicans are cool, but these right. Canadians, I can't tell the difference between you and the other white people. Right. Your accent is weird to me. I need you to speak English mm -hmm. or, you know, go back to your country. Start taking them jobs. Right. I agree. This is why we bring Zan on the show. She always knows. Piss the Canadians um, off. We got some games to play, guys. Okay. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play fucking with black people. Where we read articles oh, from around the globe. Like what? Fucking with black people. Oh, working with black people? Nah, fucking them. Fucking with them. Fucking with them. Oh, oh fucking the black people. Yeah. I, I like fucking the black people. Let's do this shit. Uh, today's contestant on fucking with black people, white supremacists out of Florida. Florida. Favorite. They are accused of planning a race war. <laughs> Members of a white supremacist skinhead group called American Front trained with AK-47 shotguns and explosives at a fortified compound in central Florida to prepare for what is reputed, uh, is reputed leader believed to be an inevitable race war. What? Why do white people always prepare for these race wars that I don't know anything about? They've been watching too much goddamn South Park. Yeah. This is what happens when people scare them into all niggas going rob you no black people and, yeah no black people know about this we don't no. talk about it at the black meeting come on now like nobody like if you started a race war you would be starting it because we wouldn't be prepared we'd be like what the fuck are you doing get they out of just mind. going out here killing up niggas man shit who knows the race war about already started and mm. that's what happened with you know all these senseless black killings and things that have been going on here maybe it was just like you know how we got black twitter it was just a small little conspiracy mm -hmm. between all white people like yeah wage war according to i don't know that's retarded as fuck According to court documents, members of the American Front discussed acts of violence that included causing a disturbance at City Hall in Orlando, shooting at a house, and attacking an anti-racist skinhead group. At uh, anti-racist skinhead group? Wow, that, that's that's a new one. Yeah, that's like a hipster of racism. Why would you be a skinhead ah. that's against racism? Like that's got to be a confusing message to deliver. Ain't that the truth? What's up? Man, we fuck with the clan we they have to dis distinguish that they are not the clan we are not racist we're just participating in the race war we're not christians we don't get along with the clan we want to kill them too <laughs> the anti but listen an anti-racist skinhead group is a group of skinheads who are like nah we're against racism we for unity it's like but you still are a skinhead like you scare me it's like a clan it's like a clan group that's for integration like we yeah. We wear these clan robes, but actually we, we love black people. It's like, oh. I feel like that when I wear my afro and, you know, I might have on some red, black, and green shit by chance and I go around some white folks and I'm like, hey guys, where do we at? Like, mm -hmm. it's so mad. Shit, don't you, you look and kind of talk like you hate crackers. Yeah. But, but you I do. You crackers. Yeah, but you I, do. I love crackers. White people are mm. great. Hi, white people. Yep, that's true. At least 10 members of the group, which authorities described as a militia-style anti-Semitic domestic terrorist group, wow, have been arrested in Florida since the weekend, including a, at least 
three people on tuesday felony arrest charges include paramilitary tra- training attempted to shoot into an occupied dwelling and evidence of prejudices while committing an offense the last charge falls on the florida's hate crime law because florida does have some laws this yeah. investigation is a result of our, some laws. of our ongoing partnership with local law enforcement and federal agencies in a concentrated effort to stamp out hate crimes in our community. Ninth Circuit State Attorney Lawson Lamar said in a statement Tuesday, uh, his office said they would not comment further on the case because their investigation is still ongoing. But, uh, yeah, it's like eight of these people. I'll put the picture in the chat, but like they look like some people that hate black people, but have never seen a black person. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? Those, like it's the, fucking Florida. <laughs> like those skinheads who are like, I hate niggers. Like how, what, what, what do they do? They stink. They take your jobs. They're terrible. It's like, have you? What? Oh, uh, it's like, what's yeah, the, I'm mad at this picture. Now what the hell wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, uh, how many black people are in your state? I mean, in your city? None. But I hate them. Man, the only black people I ever knew served me at the Dairy Queen, and those niggers were nice. Right. But some of these other niggers out here, I've seen them on TV, what, pooking all of them, talking about they did the drugs just keep calling them, they can't help but rob us good folks. So let me tell you right here, can't no nigger tell me anything about good, pure, Christian, white living. <laughs> I just don't trust them. You got to prepare for the race war like when i see them at dairy queen they're serving me and they say can i help you and i said you can help me by dying you piece of shit and that's the only way you can help me yeah because i my people built this country only in america right we are the ones we're the ones who organized the labor to build this country for us for free so we built this country in a way uh let's play our other game guys time for some guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i said now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right guys it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe we ask our guest today zan from afrocentric.com to guess the race zan are you ready to play some guess the race heck yeah all right let's do it here is our first article uh what if i can play this one let's see what happens uh okay i'll read it a guy an unidentified 31 year old woman needed help finding her uncle who was a veteran so she and her mother turned to a to the virginia wait to the va veterans administration office in westwood california where she met jason foguer a cb as cbs2 explains a a los angeles woman explains the woman asked for help and in return this officer was no gentleman Uh oh that's right guys she was like i need help finding my lost uncle okay shit is bad i don't know where he's at he's a veteran you're in the veteran administrative uh administrative uh, office and I think you could be able to help me. And he said, Oh, I can help you. All right, girl. Help you to some pictures of this dick. Wow. Uh, apparently he took text of himself naked and sent her those pictures. Um, and a, he sent, how you get a telephone number? Cause she called him to, to find out about her uncle. Oh. 
so he was like you know you want to share a cup of coffee sometime um and uh he he uh he said your boobs are humongous in one text <gasps> they must be fake those will be the first fake tits i touch white okay so you're going with white okay all right uh let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is because uh, zan has already uh guessed put me down for w for white she is going this nigga says see your tits fake it look like great tits i'm sorry about your uncle for what's going on with you <laughs> <laughs> big old fake titties you know what else that is missing sounds like phone sex conversation I had. how big are your tits your uncle oh, yeah, is double D's. your uncle is missing but you know what else is missing my dick between them titties so uh all right let's check the chat room see what race they think it is um brett Favre must be having fun out there white yeah brett Favre sent some unsolicited pics of his dick to dick to the chick yes white titty residue out the bra sex with the lights off white (laughs) exotic animal lover yeah uh the correct answer is And white says Sparger, totally white. Oh, Zan says white again. The correct answer is, is white. Right. Zan was right. Was he right? You're right, Zan. No, nowhere in there did he say anything about her ass. Nobody sent ass shots. Mm-hmm. And if that had to happen, I'd be like, oh, that's a nigga, man. His brother's like, oh, man, you look kind of thick, though. So what's your uncle's name? <laughs> All right, here's, here's our, here's our next article. Okay. This is about a girl who went skydiving. All right. Here we go. A 16 year old girl who wanted to go skydiving for her birthday nearly died as a result. Mackenzie Weathington fell 3,500 oh, feet. You can't, you can't hear the articles in? No, I don't hear oh, shit. Hold on a second. Hold on. Might be sound issue. Give me one second here. What was I? Uh, I can read it too in case I have okay. to. You remember it was a setting thing. Yeah, I know. I hate when the shit happens. Give us a few seconds. Oh, I feel lame. You gotta read it, but you can read though out loud, and that's a trill shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm good with it. I mean, I know how I, you know, I'll be reading this shit. Yeah, I think um, it's a setting thing because we had this problem one time before. Uh, let's see. So, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. We'll, we'll test it later, Karen. Okay. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'll read, I'll, I'll just read it. Okay. It was her first attempt at skydiving and it was almost her last. Mackenzie Weathington of Joshua, Texas was celebrating her 16th birthday by taking a skydiving trip to Oklahoma. She jumped just after her father, but her primary chute didn't open. <gasps> her sister Megan oh, told Fox. Shit. Miraculously, she survived a 3,500 foot plummet to the ground. Coming away with broken bones and internal injuries. Shit. She hit the ground hard, Megan Weatherton said. God caught her. She's white. God didn't. Yeah, I would be like, God, could you like catch me a little sooner next time instead of letting me break? God, open my parachute. Right. Why you gonna let me? I put this shit on. Like, God was like, I was just fucking with you. I was just fucking with you. My bad. I was going to see if you was going to call out to Satan, and you didn't. I was so. sure if you was, I didn't know if he was going to jump for real or not, shot his sight. <laughs> yeah. You know, God is, you know, I'm a kidder. I like to, you know, I did. I'll see. make sure you live to tell the tale. Yeah, I may, you know, I almost ah! made a man kill his son one time. I was just fucking with him. Um, uh, you ever <laughs> no, heard I of. I got jokes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you going to be all right, Mackenzie. I'm just Mackenzie's playing. either biracial or she white. You ever heard of, uh, you ever heard of Job? 
yeah i fucked with him too dog it was good oh, it was good uh megan said another man was supposed to follow them but was too afraid so the instructor never jumped with mckenzie and her father joe <gasps> he landed safely but could only watch as his daughter spiraled out of control with her secondary shoe open the guy with the radio on the ground is trying to talk her out of what's going on telling her what to do and she can't do it yeah what hey pull your second string ah! Ah! she's not trained in this what the fuck just calm down calm down kenzie ah, i'm dying mckenzie get a hold of yourself wow i was sued the fuck out of them she's going too fast and in different directions she can't reach up and grab it anyway and then when she goes into the spiral she keeps tell he keeps telling her to cut away to release the shoe and to pull the reserve mckenzie's family says she broke vertebrae and bones in her back but she's a miracle child and she was in and out of consciousness on in the hospital but doctors say she's recovering megan said her dad and sister sat through six hours of training before the jump six hours and you can jump out of a plane that's all you can't drive a car with six hours training ain't that the truth when a skydive goes wrong your chances of survival are slim but others that survive heroin falls um so um zane you going mean, with white if she 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 said god got her i don't even think i need to sue i mean god intervened and let her live mm-hmm. so i feel like you know personally she um she got her uh whatever she was gonna sue for she got it back because she got to get to life the lord settled her lawsuit all right so what what race you going with she white all right let's she check is the biracial or she's white uh, well, you can only have one now. Damn, you... she gotta be okay. So she ain't biracial. I put me down for white. All right, Mackenzie is a spunky white girl. Once she once she heals, she will try again. Says Sparger. Yeah. White, whiter than the clouds she passed on the way down. Oh, who can't be a spunky white girl? Y'all stupid. <laughs> oh, only white people skydive. Shaking my head. Wears flip flops and minus temperatures. White. BFF was Becky White. Uh. Pink told Becky screaming like she ran up the stairs and got trapped by Jason Voorhees. She paid money to jump out of a plane. She doesn't worry about her edges. White. The correct answer Ah! is white. She was a white girl. Zan got it right again. Oh, no. White people. Oh my! That killed me. Says she paid money to jump out of plane. She don't worry about her edges. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. My hair is just gonna float in the wind as I wee. Oh shit! My parachute didn't come out. And, and so I have a question. So the person that was supposed to jump with them didn't jump. Well, I guess the trainer didn't jump. She said, and then there was another dude that was supposed to jump too, and he was I too scared. So how, how the trainer, the how the person to train your ass to jump don't want to jump. Well, I think they normally let you choose if you want to go down with an instructor or not. <laughs> so, if you want to go down with an instructor, yeah. why is this an option? I don't know. You got forty-five minutes so you can of training. Feel free. Yeah, I'm so you can feel like you I did it yourself. Whole hours in the skydiving class. I got this. All right, All right Mackenzie, go. Oh shit, she does not have this. <laughs> Uh, oh oh did you see a bounce come on dog all right man um let's get out of here it's getting kind of late all right we've been doing this for a while probably is man they calling me come back to the scrapes let me go back to my i'm gonna go to the last thing that we talk about sore ratchetness zan's two for two we're not gonna do the bonus round today let's just assume she would have got it a hero cop 
tackled a samurai swordsman in holloway and he was nominated for an award what oh shit Mm -hmm. to which i say uh clap clap thank you Mm-hmm. Wow, he's got that life. He uh f- he fought off a criminal. Uh, he took a, a hero cop who took on a samurai sword wielding maniac in Holloway has been nominated for the Mets 2013 Bravery Awards. Sergeant Steve Brown caught Allah Bravery Awards mm-hmm. for cops that you know do, do more than stop and frisk. Ka'ala Ka- Timofei, 26, of Toughnail Park Road, disarming him using his baton and pepper spray. Before he was arrested, like a champ. Mm-hmm, he was he had viciously attacked an Italian student on Holloway Road and was roaming through the borough with a bag containing knives, two swords, and a crossbow. Shit, he came to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an interview, Sergeant Brown said the sword came just a foot from his neck and how he thought he, he might not make it to Christmas Day. Timofey was spending the rest of his life in a mental hospital after being found guilty of attempted murder in a fray. Sergeant Brown, who found out about the nomination a month ago, said he was honored and didn't feel the award was necessary. Obviously, I feel privileged to receive the nomination for such a prestigious award, but I was just doing my job, he said. Nigga, all I had was a baton and my pepper spray. I did what I had to do. I took his ass out like anybody should do when they see a motherfucker wielding a sword. Yes. There are countless others out there doing the same thing every day who go unnoticed. They deserve it as much as I do. I don't know any other guys who have been nominated, but I know there are some amazing stories. He's he's one of five officers Anybody nominated. Anybody would have did it if they had seen that sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See a, a crazy yeah. motherfucker like this with a bag of sharp instruments? You got to take him out. You better. Uh, so. I hope. Yeah, thank you, Sergeant uh, Brown. We need more people like you. We salute you. Yes, we need a a true hero that is out here ready to put his life on the line for our rights as mm-hmm. people that, you know, want to live life. Pepper with- spray and a baton. Mm-hmm. Are we guessing the race? Is he black? Uh no, he I, I don't oh. know his picture. I don't ha- I don't know <laughs> what his race is. Um but uh all right, man, we are getting out of here. We'll be back uh Saturday for our feedback, feedback show. show. Um Zan, as always, you're a great guest. We love having you on. You're one of my favorite people on the earth. Yes. Thank you. And, uh, Webcam hug. I love being here. You too, we Zan. Love you too, and, uh, sweetie. Uh, make sure you guys check out, um, afrocentric.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn how to get your cheat on. You know, that post will be up soon. Yep. Um, uh, make sure you guys go ahead and check her out on Twitter at afrocentric. And it's afrocin, S-I-N, trick. T-R-I-C-K. So it'll be in the show notes for anybody that forgets. Um, and, uh, that's it, man. Go to, uh, tweakedaudio.com. Use code TBGWT. Um, and get all your discounts, get your free shipping and get your lifetime guarantee. Uh, we'll be back Saturday. So until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>